0: Hello, and welcome to the Steve Barkley Ponders Out Loud podcast. Instructional coaches and leaders create the environment that supports teachers to continually imagine, grow, and achieve. They model an excitement for learning that teachers in turn model for students. This podcast is dedicated to promoting the important aspects of instructional leadership. Thanks for listening. I'm thrilled you're here. Coaching and Program Fidelity Research from the IRIS Center at Peabody College at Vanderbilt states that though many schools are implementing evidence-based practices, they often do not implement them as intended. The lack of implementation fidelity might result in a practice or program being less effective, less efficient, or producing less predictable responses. When programs implemented with fidelity are compared to programs not implemented with fidelity, the difference in effectiveness is profound. Those implemented with fidelity yield average effective sizes that are two to three times higher. I frequently discuss this implementation question when I'm exploring the topic of student learning production behaviors. I recall coaching in a system that had implemented an elementary science program with an emphasis on student investigation and discovery. Three years into implementation, I observed in classroom where the, quote, kits and materials, end quote, were present. But during science instruction, the teachers had not changed instruction so that the desired student learning behaviors were not present. I believe that way too often we identify student learning results and decide to change a curriculum program because we are labeling it as ineffective when actually the program wasn't implemented. I'm currently supporting school leaders in a district that has implemented new curriculum programs for both ELA and math. The programs impact both what is being taught and how to approach student learning. The what and how are changing. There is a very clear desire across the system to increase student learning success. As the program materials are being explored in professional development, in grade level meetings, and in coaching conversations, the need for fidelity in implementation is continuously being explored. I speak and write quite a bit about the impact that word choices can have on our coaching practices. And I think that fidelity is one of those words that can be tricky. I believe teachers can take different meanings from the statement, quote, the program must be followed with fidelity, end quote. These words from Jim Knight illustrate the concern around the word fidelity. Jim writes, quote, I suspect that an overemphasis on fidelity likely leads to low-quality instruction where teachers do every task on a checklist but do not teach with passion or love or even a manner that involves reflection. At worst, too much focus on fidelity can lead teachers to feel like they're working on an assembly line, putting widgets together, rather than engaging in the complex, important art of inspiring and educating tomorrow's leaders. End quote. My thinking is that the concept of program fidelity requires a depth of conversation and exploration that I think too often is overlooked, and the statement about fidelity is just given out, and it may sound like an authoritative command. Many years back, I trained instructors to lead a teacher education graduate course that was quite highly scripted. I explored with these instructors how the materials empowered them. First, the activities had been field tested, so when participants complained about the design of role play activities, the instructors could share that they had been proven to impact learner outcomes. Secondly, the preparation of the learning activities, including the questions for debriefing an activity, allowed major planning and instructional energy to be invested in making the content work for the particular participants that were in the instructor's classes. Fidelity certainly does not mean mindlessly following a script. I believe a commitment to ongoing observation of each other's practices with critical conversations is required. I think that programs designed to impact increased student learning require an increased depth of learning and practice for teachers. Instructional coaches need to be providing the opportunities along with school administrators for those conversations to occur. That means making time for those observations in each other's classroom, making time for the sharing of observations, and making time for people to raise questions, concerns, and wondering as they implement the new program. I found another phrase that uh, I think we need to carefully look at, similar to the way we have to explore the use of the word fidelity. And that phrase is, quote, trust the program, end quote. Consider for a moment these components of trust. Being able to have a sense of security and confidence when dealing with someone or something. Having the ability to predict that someone or something will act in a specific way and be dependable. Earning a level of credibility that has been built up over time. I'm afraid that when we're asking people to implement a new program and we tell them to trust the program, we're actually describing blind trust, which Doesn't make a lot of sense to a teacher. A teacher who is feeling a high level of responsibility for the success of his or her students. A critical element in the building of trust is vulnerability. Without being vulnerable, trust can't be built. See, the teacher has to enter the new program with a element of vulnerability he or she knows what they've done before and the success that they were able to produce with those previous behaviors letting go of that and moving ahead with a new practice makes one vulnerable there is a level of risk taking that's critical in order to build trust If I go back to the experience that I shared earlier when I was working with those teacher trainers who were teaching a scripted uh, program, after one or two times of teaching the course, there was clear understanding of the power of certain activities, which at times participants were reluctant to engage in. Once the instructors had that past experience they were now ready to, quote, trust the program. I think that when we introduce a new curriculum program, we're asking the teacher to join us in being vulnerable. A request to implement, question, observe, and report out along the way invites the teacher to be a member of the district team that is focused on maximizing student success. I think the word fidelity can fit into this vulnerability conversation. For the evidence and data from the teacher's observations, student engagement, and learning assessment to build systemic understanding, fidelity of implementation is critical. When I posted a blog on this topic I got a response from a reader um, that I thought was quite powerful in considering our words. The reader commented, quote, We, meaning their school, we've opted to frame it as using programs, curricula, with integrity instead of fidelity. Integrity to the intention of implementation to the needs of your students, and to the alignment of written, taught, and tested standards. We hope that continues to professionalize teachers while still providing guideposts, end quote. I really like that comment, and uh, I'm going to be playing myself with that word uh, integrity. The implementation of new curricula and or new instructional strategies should create an opportunity for increased team building of educators across the school system. Fidelity, integrity is important and unlikely to be built through supervision. Teacher engagement in partnerships with curriculum supervisors, instructional coaches, building and district administrators, all sharing in the elements of vulnerability can create a continuous learning community serving our students. I'd love to hear your thoughts as you work with implementing new curriculum and programs. Drop me a line at BarclayPD.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. You can subscribe to Steve Barkley Ponders Out Loud on iTunes and Podbean. And please remember to rate and review us on iTunes. I also want to hear what you're pondering. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Barkley or send me your questions and find my videos and blogs at BarkleyPD.com.